the local sporting team going? I'm a, I'm a big fan of all the uh, sport team in the uh, local area. Right. Pats, 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 Oh, not Everett High? I, th- I thought this was the Everett High football podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Carnival Personnel's Sideshow. Instantly dated. Yeah, by the time anybody's listening to this, if anybody's listening to this, uh, it will be dated uh, because this is our Pats season kickoff podcast. I will say right at the top... Um, Goodbye to most of the listeners for this broadcast, because if you read the description, this is just about, um, you know, my obsession and Joe's like. Joe's like, love for the Patriots. It's all right. I have a like-love. Yeah, yeah. And and I do not like them. I do not love them. I wish I didn't. Would you eat them with a fox? I would not eat them with a fox. I would not eat them in a box. Maybe I would. uh, honestly, uh, it's a sickness with me. It's unenjoyable. I've been an arrogant, or I've been a more arrogant, abrasive, cocky, twenty-eight to three with two minutes and eight seconds, third quarter left, complete patriot hawk asshole kool-aid drinking brady's a goat belichick is the goat gronk is going to be when he's done the goat of tight ends uh i don't know what jesus looked like but i'm pretty sure he looked a lot like robert Kraft. Uh, probably julian edelman with long hair (laughs) But, but you know hey uh and the best part is when the patriots win the super bowl it's for the next five, four or five months. It's just shitty days happen, and you're like, yeah, but the Pats won the Super Bowl. It, it is my go-to get-out-of-funk-jail card when when I just think that. I mean, I just think, all right, the Bruins season ended, and I was bummed. It wasn't great, but hey, the Pats won the Super Bowl. You know, it's like, you know. Uh, oh, that herpes flare-up is acting up again, but hey. Hey. The Pats won the Super Bowl, and I, I wish you. Oh, uh, we got Nazis walking the streets, but hey, hey, the Pats won the Super Bowl. Now, now here's the downside to that. Now that it's a season, it's back to stress and anxiety. It's it, I, I will, I will speak for myself and all. Hey, Pats that's a good fans. idea. And all Pats fans. Oh yeah, thank you. The fact that the Patriots win all in in the off season, they were so proactive. Um. In free agency, they were so proactive, you know, signing people and re-signing people and, and, you know, not being afraid to keep Garoppolo, their backup quarter Garoppolo, who it was rumored teams were giving their first round pick this year and maybe their first round pick next year. And when you see what some, you know, moderately, you know, not top 10 quarterbacks were getting in the market, when you see... Trades that happen to get quarterbacks, and you're thinking Garoppolo was considered the best quarterback that might be on the market going into the offseason, and that the Pats kept him knowing that next season he is going to be an unrestricted free agent unless you franchise him, but then you're paying Tom Brady $20 million, you're paying Garoppolo $20 million for the quarterback position, and how much that kills your salary cap. I mean, you have to really lose a lot of people to be able to afford that. What do you do? 
But you know what? They're not worried about next season. They're worried about this season. They didn't have a first-round draft pick last year, and they took their first-round draft pick this year and traded it for a guy who's been in the league for two, three years, uh, Cooks, and everybody's kind of excited about that, but that's the kind of thing that the Pats are doing. They're not going out and getting a first-round draft pick who might help this year but will probably be an impact year two, year three, year four. There's not a lot of people coming into the league and – and just taking over, but that's what they were willing to do. They were willing to get a a vet for their first-round pick because they are playing for this season, not next. And whether it's the local sports hacks, whether it's ESPN, whether it's NFL, the talk was 16-0, 16-0, Super Bowl, which would be 19-0, revenge for the 2007 season. The Patriots are going all in, all in, all in. And I've been so excited and so pumped. But now that it's Christmas Eve, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to get a lump of coal in my stocking. Yeah. (laughs) But no. Well, it happened a couple weeks ago. And Joe, I mean, you were quite upset. It's like Julian Edelman goes down and it's like, why are we playing preseason? Yeah, I know it's, but I get why they have to play preseason. But um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those unfortunate side effects. And it's not like he was, it's not like he was playing hard. He just zigged when he should have zagged, and it's one of those things, you know. And he, how old was Edelman? Or he's he's thirty one. Yeah, he's an he's an old hag, which is exactly the age Brady was when he went down with his, you know, year ending injury. Um, uh, you know, sadly, week one, 2008 season against Kansas City, who the Patriots played tonight in the season opener. Yeah. Uh, so last time we played them in a the season opener, didn't go well. But yeah, it's like he is, he's Brady, you know, Gronk gets a lot of the attention. And it's one of those things that's like, yeah, Julian Elliman is really good, but you don't put him in the top five receivers. You don't put him in the top 10 receivers. And then you see the last few years, yeah, he's been the number one receiver in the league. Um, I'm a big Julian fan, and I did not realize he's eight playoff catches away from being the second all-time leading playoff in, 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 in the playoffs history. And you're thinking all the big names on that list, like he is eight passes behind um, uh, Texas. Why am I seeing him? Uh-oh. Oh, I can't help you. I'm, I'm, I'm blank. When I say the name, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but it's crazy. Uh, but now that the season is here, all that – Cocky arrogance, all that twenty-eight to three with two minutes and eight seconds left in the uh, third quarter—it all goes out the window. Yeah. And and so now I will uh, get to be a basket case. Uh, that said, um, Julian gone. I still think they go thirteen and three. They have always been the next man up. The sad thing is, and Joe and I didn't talk about this yet, is in the preseason game this past weekend, Cyrus Jones was there. Uh, second round draft pick last year. He had a horrible rookie season. He wasn't having a great camp, and it's like, well, is he going to even make the team? And how often does a team walk away from a second round draft pick this easy? The Julian Edelman going down, well, Julian Edelman was their punt returner. And a lot of people don't like that because that's kind of how he made his bread and butter. But now that he's last four or five seasons, Brady's safety net, he's been used less and less in that roles. But if somebody comes in and fumbles a ball, and that's happened a couple times here and there, it's like, okay, we don't need him to return it to a touchdown. We just need him to not fumble. Like, Jules has always been the steady hands. With Julian Edelman gone, it's like, okay, well, Cyrus Jones, who is a uh, you know safety, his also was a great 
electrifying. That's they drafted him more for his punting and kickoff returns than they did his safety abilities. But he suffered from severe case of fumbleitis last season and the preseason. But uh, so when Jules goes down, everyone's like, well, that's awful. But hey, we got Cooks. Hey, we got Hogan. Hey, you know, you know, Gronk is healthy to start the season. We still got a great, a great back, a great uh, group of running backs, a great group of running backs with good hands who receive out of the backfield. So we'll be okay. But, you know, and Cyrus Jones is going to really get a chance to to maybe break through. And then the preseason game on Friday, same thing. Non-contact injury tears his ACL. Guess who's gone for the year? Yeah. Not right. rhetorical. <laughs> right, right. So, but, so as far as quarterbacks go, the, the thing is, like, what do you do with Garoppolo? But, but Brissette who is their third-string quarterback, who played two games last year. Won his first game, uh, week three, because Garoppolo went down in week two. So he came in halfway through week two. But technically, Garoppolo gets credit for the win. Week three, Brissett wins. Week four, Brissett, unbeknownst to anybody, had a broken hand. Garoppolo didn't play the game, so he ended up playing. And it was a pretty dismal. It was like twenty four nothing loss to Buffalo, like like sixteen or eighteen nothing loss to Buffalo. Um, but they kept him all year, which was for them to carry three quarterbacks was unusual. And even when he was hurt, it was shocking to all Pats Nation that they travel per set because the injured players don't travel with the team. But the the rumor was well. Either either Garoppolo's gone next season or if Brady retires, he's the heir apparent to be the backup. And that's why they made that investment in him. But he was just traded this morning. Uh, Which morning? <laughs> thank you. He was traded Sunday morning. Which morning? Uh, he was traded. Yeah, he was traded Saturday morning. Oh, it was Saturday. Gosh, the, you know the how the, time flies. Well, the little bastards had Friday off of school. Right. With the with the long weekend, the it's long hard weekend. to tell you. This is like that was the first Saturday, and then there's a the second Saturday. Right. Right. So you know. Uh, so he was traded on Saturday. Here's the funny thing: it's like people were talking in camp. Will the Patriots carry three quarterbacks? Sometimes they have. Sometimes they haven't. They put a lot of investment in- into Brissett. Um, the surprising thing to me is they traded him to the Colts. They traded him in, you know, in in conference. They traded him to the Colts are. I think I think going to be a dumpster fire this year. Uh, Andrew Luck is not starting the season, so but you are giving him a capable backup who could be a starter. He's no Andrew Luck. He's no you know top ten quarterback. Um, but it, but it's interesting. They they need it though. They traded him for Philip Dorsett, who will now become or it's rumored to become uh, a punt re- their punt returner, their kickoff guy. And it's funny that the Colts would trade this guy who was their first round draft pick two years ago. So it's uh, I was I was really surprised. I don't know the rate on return. I don't know who won that deal. I don't know who lost that deal. But going going into uh, the season. Um, I still think, well, I don't think, I don't think about anything, uh, but Vegas still has him as the odds-on favorite to play and win against Atlanta for the second year in a row in the Super Bowl. Hack. Yeah. What a, and what a lazy sort of prognostication. I mean, yeah, let's see, who won the Super Bowl last year and who'd they play against? Yeah, let's do that, and then, like, to tweak the odds a bit. Well, if it, with the Patriots, it's who... 
Who do you see as a threat? I mean, it's one of those things where, okay, Houston Texans have a great defense and an okay offense, but their quarterback position is in flex. I mean, they came into New England's second round of the playoffs and really gave the Patriots a really great game with the exception of they had no one playing quarterback. And so they they get a, their quarterback gets better or their quarterback situation gets better. I mean, we know is as much as it's going to personally, I hate that Jules is out because he's my all time favorite Patriot uh, next to Brady and, and Teddy. I'll sandwich him in between Brady and Teddy Bruschi, you know, okay. as my, as my three favorites. Uh, Who's your Mount Rushmore? My oh. Mount Rushmore. Let's see. Tony Eason. <laughs> no, let's get serious about this. Who is your Mount Rushmore Patriots? Uh, it would be it would be easy. It would be Brady. It would be Brewski. It would be uh, Belichick. It would have to be Robert Kraft. Or we're no, just no, talking no, no, players. No, no. no, we're talking players. It would have to be Brewski, Brady, Edelman in the fourth position. I know. Do you know? Welker. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Like, we forget. Yeah. You know what? I, I forget how great he was and how much I loved him. Thank you for correcting that. I would say Welker. In his six seasons, I think he led the league in pass catching five no, years No Vinatieri in, in there? You know, because he, Vin- uh, he, he went to Indy. It's like I've always been a little bitter about. And I shouldn't. They franchised him two years in a row. And you can't franchise somebody three years in a row. Or they would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never wanted to give him a long-term contract. Yeah. And... You know, it didn't not work out for them. Their kicking hasn't cost them, I mean, six straight AFC title games. Right. Statistically, you know, Gaskowski is a better percentage-wise kicker. You know, gun to the forehead, you have one kick to save the fate of the universe. I'm going to go with Vinatieri. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm comfortable with... Yeah, right. So if the only way to, def- to blow up the Death Star is to kick a football <laughs> into the thermal port... I'm going with Venetary. Oh, okay. I, I am. I would say Gronk on that. However, it's just the injuries. I just don't think he's played enough and been dependable. No, I sh- you shouldn't say somebody's not been dependable enough. You can't help. I mean, he gets hurt because he plays like a runaway freight train. And he's great because he plays like a runaway freight train. If he didn't... And he parties like a runaway freight train. <laughs> if he didn't, he wouldn't be who he is. So it's like, on one hand, you would like him to play a little more cautious, but that's not him. And you wouldn't have... So when, when he's healthy and stuff... And, and you know, maybe when it's all said and done, you know, he might knock Welker off there. And of course, you know, I sound like, you know, first world problems when you're like, okay, you lost Julian Edelman, you're still the Super Bowl favorite. You lost Julian Edelman, you still got Tom Brady, and, you know, Gronk is healthy, and the defense looks pretty good. How does the line look? How does the oil look? Not as solid as years past. Um, On the offensive line, you know, when when the most notable person on the offensive line is, I want to say, a 72, 73-year-old offensive line coordinator, Skarnecki, who people, he retired a few years ago, their line fell apart, they brought him back, and it, it's, this guy is a rainmaker when it comes to offensive line. He truly is. Um, and I don't know what deal with the devil Belichick made to pull him out of retirement, but when Skarnecki, when the 72, 73-year-old coach, he might even be older, is you know the most important person associated with your offensive line. As far as defense goes, here's the interesting thing. 
they don't have great pass rush. They don't have they, they have a good defensive line. They have a really good um, linebacking core. They probably have one of the two, three best uh, secondaries. Right. You know, they they went out and they got um, they took Buffalo's number one corner. They still got Butler back, but even today. They went out and they made a trade for uh, a safety out of oh, who did who they, they got the Lions safety. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jason. Oh, it's uh, Johnson, Johnson. Badamosi. Yeah, so uh, it's it's funny. He, and I know I'm doing this off the top of my head, but he, but uh, you know, the Lions. By the way, they just gave the most lucrative contract in NFL history to their starting quarterback Matt Stafford, who is. A fun guy to watch. I mean, he's in the past. He's he's somebody that maybe you want on your fantasy team. The highest, more than Brady, more than Peyton, Matt Stafford, the highest paid quarterback in the history of football. $90 million guaranteed. If he gets hurt game one, never sees the field again. This guy gets $90 million. He has five wins in his career against teams over 500. Wow. Yeah. Now... Between, they got money to burn over in Detroit? Between me, you, and Matt Stafford, collectively, put our stats together. How many playoff wins? Zero. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Take you and me out of the equation. Uh, how many playoff wins does Matt Stafford have? That makes zero. Okay. And this is how, this is the funny thing about Brissett going to the Colts. If, if he's going to make forty million dollars, he's get a forty million dollar contract next year from somebody when his when his rookie deal is up. Uh, if God forbid he gets a starting contract, he is the third string quarterback on the Patriots who will go on to get a hundred million dollar contract next year uh, for a guy who's won, who's played in two NFL three played in three NFL games, gets credit for one win. Matt Stafford has beaten. Five teams with winning records in his career, zero playoff wins, ninety million guaranteed, and that's the thing. It's like well, that's why. Okay, you held on to Garoppolo because of insurance for this year, but come next year, you know, w- you know what happens then. It's going to be really interesting. Matt Stafford, white guy, white guy, white privilege, man. white privilege, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's a. Uh, it's one of those things where I've been looking forward to the season, looking forward, can't wait to scream at the TV, can't wait to go get another Super Bowl, but now that it's actually here, the stress and anxiety, and what I love about Belichick is he's he's a fucking wingnut. They win the Super Bowl. The next morning at the press conference, they're like, hey, this is great, you won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we're six weeks behind planning for half the teams in the NFL. The half that didn't make it, who right. are already... Bl- who, yeah, who started planning for next season because they, were too, they weren't too. They were busy <laughs> playing in the playoffs. And six, you know, 12, 14 hours after winning the Super Bowl, yeah. he's lamenting the fact that, yeah, we got a lot of work to do. That was last season. And so, you know, it's on, it's on to the next season. Um, and, and, you know, as a Wang Nut Zipperhead fan... I, I will get pumped for each game. I, by pumped, I mean lose sleep, anxiety. If they are up by any less than 40 with a minute left, I will be worried. Um, and then I will be the most arrogant, cocky, in-your-face, braggadocious. Uh, what's the term for that? Oh, Patriot fan. Uh, until about an hour later, then I start stressing out about the game next week. Ladies, he's taken. <laughs> exactly. But that, so the funny, here's the funny thing, or inter, here's an interesting thing. The Patriots start the 2007 season with neither. Which, start, which season? The 2017. Yes, you said seven. 
Oh, wish. Uh, we'd have Randy Moss back. <laughs> we uh, we start this. We I will say we a lot. Uh, yes. What do you mean we? <laughs> White man. We we start this season without a first or second round draft pick on the team from right. this year or last year. Wow. Because they traded away this year's first round pick. Last year's first round pick was uh, taken away by Goodell. Um, Cyrus Jones last year's second round pick. Out with an injury this year, second round pick taken away by Goodell. So it's like we are starting the season with, which, you know, but that's, you know, the argument is okay, okay, you went out and got Cooks, who's one of the best receivers in the NFC uh, for your first round pick. Uh, what's going to be interesting is, you know, where the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Don't know if that's come up yet. Uh, with everybody being released, they get the la- they get last pick off the waiver wire. So, which is why they had to go and make that Brissett trade. But it, but still, when when one of the biggest off season issues that the Patriots had to address, and I mean this sincerely, well, the Patriots organization as a whole, not the the, the team itself, had to address is where to hang the fifth banner. Right. They had to erect an extra. They had to wall. put up like a new pillar in the center to make a place to hang the banner. Well, I mean, Indianapolis is having the same problem, too, because, you know, they're entering a new season, so they obviously have to give themselves a banner for, you know... Part the, their participation trophy? Right, their 2017 participant. They are they are just awesome. But, yeah, with Andrew Luck on it, so I don't know. They, they It is one of those things where, don't want to be too cocky, but it's hard not to, it, their division sucks. The three teams in their division suck. Buffalo sucks. The Jets, and, and they both trade away all their players for draft picks next year and the year after. They are playing for 2018, 2019, those two teams. And Miami, who look like it could be a 9 and 17, maybe if everything goes right, a 10 and 16, lose their starting quarterback. And then they have to go and get a retired quarterback who comes in at the media thing addressing the weight that he's put on since he last played, saying, well, a quarterback position, you don't have to do a lot of running. <laughs> like, oh. uh, and the downside to that is you, you need the better competition. You got, you know, the Patriots have a bad habit of playing down. A lot of sports teams have a bad habit of playing down to their competition. And it does not get you ready for the games that you need in January and February. Cause Basically, as a Pats fan, we all hope to just get through the season. We hope Gronk stays healthy. We hope Peyton Brady stays healthy. We hope we get to the playoffs with as full a contingency as you can. But that's uh, that's the what do we got? Oh, well, I you know I thought maybe now we may take a short break uh, from you know looking at the minutia of the roster and maybe just take an overall kind of a plus and minus uh, at their. Their schedule for the season. Oh, great, great. So <clears throat> we can start with the uh, season opener, which is tonight. It's uh, Chiefs, and in there, it's at home. So that's a that, that, that's, that's a plus for the Pats. Uh, so what are you thinking? So is that a win? Yeah. Let's, that, let, me, yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me do a win-loss column on your, on right. your thing. All right. So we're going to do win-loss. And I'll, I'll even get the score. Okay. Uh, win loss. And, oh, so is it a win? 35, and I'm going to say 24. 35 24. Okay. This is fun. So, okay. Week two, Pats, Saints. And it's at the Saints. It's at New Orleans. Yeah, New it's going to be interesting. Uh, the, the Saints are one of those teams that have an amazing home record. They're, they're built to play in the dome. 
Uh, they have not an atrocious, but I believe under 500 in Drew Brees' career. But we have their number one receiver the last few years going back there. Uh, it's it's a complete shootout. Um, again, the Patriots don't have a lot of pass rush, but they bulked up in the secondary. It's one of those things. They realized last year they didn't play a lot of good quarterbacks. This year, as we go down the list, we're probably going to play – I'm going to say we're going to play seven – of the top 10 quarterbacks, not named Brady, this season. It's going to be a shootout. I'm going to say Pats 45-38. All right. So then we got the Texans-Pats for game three. And that's in New England. Yeah. And, and as we had said uh, in our podcast this week, you know, where J.J. Watts has done so much uh, for the city of Houston with, with raising funds for the relief and just – being a great human being, I, I used to hate him and I used to hate the team. Uh, Welker, as we mentioned, is their receivers coach. Uh, Bill O'Brien, former quarterback coach and offensive coordinator with the Patriots, is their coach. They have a really good team. They're not. Bill O'Brien does not have a team that's afraid to come into Gillette. It's going to be closer than I like. I'm going to say that one is um, 24-17 Pats. So right now, uh, they're undefeated. Week four, Panthers at Patriots. This is one where I'm hoping that, you know, uh, maybe somebody convinces Tom Brady that he pulled the groin this week in camp and that Gronk, you know, uh, has a migraine and they should sit out because they should win. Let's say you took out Brady and Gronk and replaced him with, oh, fuck, um, me and you, <laughs> they should still win this one, really, 45 to 10. All right. I'm going to try to pick up the pace here. So uh, Thursday night game, Pats at Buccaneers. Bucks have a good young quarterback. It's in. It's down there. But they still, still, it's that, that's 32-24. All right. And then we got uh, week six, uh, Pats, Jets. First, uh, first meeting with the Jets. I'm going to say if the Jets field a team that week, <laughs> uh, it would be no matter you know how many times the, the Brady beats the Jets, he, he still really likes that. I'm going to say they go in there, and it's 32-10. Or 32-10. How do you get to 32, by the way? Practice, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next, ah, here we go. Now we're talking. Super Bowl rematch, Falcons at Patriots. Um, I think it's another shootout, but I honestly think, it, look, it's 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 one thing to lose to a team. The way they lost to a team, it's hard not to be between their ears. When Julio Jones, and when you see the mic'd up thing, and Julio Jones is coming out, you know, at, at halftime, and they are up, you know, at this point, twenty-eight to three. Or they're no, up 20, like 21, 21, 21 to three, 21-3. but they're getting the ball. He says, you know, some people on his team are very confident. He goes, that's Tom Brady over there, man. Right. He's the greatest ever. And then the Falcons put another touchdown up on the board, and they can't hold them. I mean, I mean, if that's in the biggest game. That's with that lead, and now they're in Foxborough. I, I, you know, if, if, if Matt Ryan has three quarters, four-fifths the season he had last year, 
his MVP season, he's effing awesome. If Julio Jones has half the season he has, they're awesome. Give me a score. I'm gonna say 28-14 Pats. Wow. Let me look at there. That's a lot of it's a lot of M's. Oh wait, I'm looking at it upside down. A lot of W's on that piece of paper. All right, so now we follow that up. We wash it down with a little bit of a chaser. That was a big meal. And we're gonna wash it down with LA Chargers and Pats. Sure. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Last year, when they played them, and Bill Belichick, and rightfully so, was saying, what a weapon the Chargers have with their punter. You know that that's... And, 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 and seriously, the, the kid went on to to be in the Pro Bowl. They have the best punter. Gosh, is, do, have they ever put the mercy rule in the NFL? <laughs> I'm going to say 38-7. All right. And then we got a bye week, and then they follow that up with a third. They're going to win the bye week. <laughs> yeah. What's the spread? Right. So it's, it is a bye week, and they come back the following Sunday night. And this is another, eh, it's a decent one, Pat's Broncos. Pat's at Broncos. Go back about five minutes, and I was saying how the Falcons are in between. <laughs> like, they, they, you know, they come in with, you know, already, already down in their heads. Brady cannot win. The Patriots, the Patriots. Right. When you go back, I mean, I'm talking Steve Grogan. Hey, man. you look at at their record in the mile high. Tough to breathe, and and it it might not affect some teams as much as it seems to be the Pats, but they have a lot of trouble winning there. That might be their first. That L. might. I hate to say it, but it's because it's there. You know, I'm not going to be the hawk and say they're undefeated. Like if they had jewels, mind you, the bye week we're coming off a of bye week. <laughs> it, it's it's still, and, and you know, maybe it's one of those things where they go there a week early for and training. It's a night game, so it's literally the latest you could possibly play from the previous week. All right, you convinced me into it. Twenty-four twenty, Pats. All right, see, it's going to be close. Uh, next week they play the uh, the Raiders. <sighs> The Raiders had a great season, and they probably would have given the Pats a really good playoff game had their quarterback. I think their quarterback went down week 16, uh, Carr. Um, in Oakland, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to give this to Oakland. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 27-21, Oakland. Wow. Now we get uh, the gimme, Dolphins and Patriots. Not yeah. I know the Dolphins have the number once one or two of those games. They they always do. It could be one of those things where it could be it, it's New England. We could have a snowstorm. You know yeah. what I mean? So whether taking into fact the Dolphins, I don't think it's close. I think it's thirty two nine. That's Hitler's favorite score. Nine <laughs> And then we got the uh, other conference game coming up the following week. Pat's Bills. Well, it, it, that's a funny thing. Again, we were like their last few games. They play Buffalo two of their last four games in Buffalo, and at this point, honestly, at this point of the season, Buffalo's done. I, I, I don't think at this point in the season, Buffalo has three wins. You know, and 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 if they're playing for pride and. And again, I hope it's one of those things where they talk Brady into coming out of the game, if not even dressing for the game. I mean, you know, don't don't take a, a unsportsmanlike you know hit uh, from a team that has nothing to lose. It's it's a division game, but I, I I don't I don't see it being anything closer than forty two seventeen blowout. Um, and, and yes, 
Before you email me, Biff, I understand I sound like the Ditka guys. I sound like the sports fans. I realize almost every win I have by uh, by three touchdowns. This podcast is sponsored by Polis Sausage. <laughs> Just having another heart attack. All right, so now let's move things along. Okay, we're sticking with the inside of the uh, AFC East with um, another Dolphins matchup uh, at Miami. End of season, if the Dolphins have anything to play for, it could be closer. If the Patriots are trying not to get anybody hurt, it could keep it closer. But I still say, like, 21-17, Pat. Okay. <clears throat> now we got got, uh, all right, a formidable opponent in the Pittsburgh Steelers at Pittsburgh. Interesting. Uh, I say I'm going to give this to the Steelers yeah. for a couple reasons. One. They're probably going to see the Patriots in the playoffs. Belichick is great at. Are they? They're so they're leading by the, this time. They're league. They're they're conference. Oh, not conference, but they're uh, division league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't see the Steelers getting a lot of competition coming out of their division. I, I don't. I, I I think Cincinnati will always be Cincinnati. The Browns. The Browns look at the Bills and say, wow, how do they keep putting such great teams on the field? Um, we will most likely play them in the second round, if not the AFC Conference. Like, I think the AFC Conference game comes down to Oakland and the Pats or Oakland, uh, the Oakland Steelers, Steelers. Steelers and, uh, and the Pats. I think they go out there and they run the most mundane offense. They won't run one play that you're going to see in the playoffs. It's not that they're going to tank, but they're going to be playing for the next time they play them. And I'm going to give this to the Steelers. I'm going to give it to the Steelers. The Patriots have one egg a year, and it's usually against a really bad team. They usually get they they've gone in and they've lost to like the Miami. Well, they've lost to Miami. They there was one season a couple of seasons ago they lost to Cleveland. Like Cleveland ended up three and thirteen. The Patriots were fourteen and two, and one of their losses was against Cleveland. But I do I I think I think this is kind of a clunker for the Pats. I think it's thirty four ten Steelers. All right, all right. Penultimate, which means the second to last game of the season, Bills Patriots. They're playing in New England. Christmas Eve. Same. It's the same thing. It's the the Bills are playing for quote unquote pride. The Patriots are you know limping it, in it, 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 into this game. So not limping yeah. in, but just sort of like phoning it in. If anything, it's like if there's anything for the Patriots to play for at this part of the season, it's it's playoff positioning. Are they do, have they locked up home field right for the playoffs? Have they locked up home? I'm still gonna say I'm gonna say 28 to 10 pats. All right. So does it make any difference to know that the Jets is going to be their final pre uh, regular season game at home? At at home, so they're home back to back weeks. It's the same thing. New Year's Eve. It's it's it's. I'm really hoping to see Garoppolo on display. I know I know the Patriots won't do that, but still, I'm going to say this is this is maybe twenty seven twenty seven twenty. Wow. No, no. So the playoffs. I think I think the playoff teams. I'm going to write down are. I think it's KC. I think it's Houston. I think it's Oakland. I mean, these are all just safe, safe picks. Steelers. Steelers. The last spot. The last spot in the AFC. You know, other than the, the wild card spot. Yeah. Other than the Patriots. Is it going to be a surprising team? Is it going to be a team that makes you say, "Hmm, thank you." 
Uh, it's just too. I'm going to say Cincinnati. Whoa. Yeah, but I mean, they've made the playoffs like seven of the last six, six of the last seven years. Okay. Uh, always out in the first round. Like, they, you know, for some reason, Marv Levy just, oh, not Marv Levy, uh, Lovey. No, not Lovey. Trying to think of their coaches. Oh, Lovey. Uh, you know, gets them to the playoffs, and that is it. But, um, and then in the NFC, you know, it's, it's, I mean, as much as football wants to have parity, I still see it as uh, as the same teams. I, I you know, Dallas will be there, um, Green Bay will be there. I'm going to say New Orleans has a ha, you know has kind of a resurgence year. Um, God, I just hate the Cowboys, but yeah, I, I do. I see, I see the Cowboys playing Green Bay for the NFC title game. That's who I see. I know everybody says the Falcons coming, but you know what, Joe? We've overlooked one important aspect. Of opening night. What's that? 70,000 towels, courtesy of Barstool Sports. Why? Well, Barstool Sports, um, they, uh, I think they're a bunch of Irish guys. Um, and I say that because they hold a grudge. <laughs> you know, nobody holds a grudge like that. You know, it's like, uh, you know, the old one, it's like, I have, uh, I have Irish Alzheimer's. I've forgotten everything but the grudges. <laughs> and they are our good friends who made that famous uh, Roger Goodell with the clown nose shirt. Ah, yes. And, you know, that that's made its rounds. And the guys at Barstool last year at the Super Bowl had their media credentials pulled, which it was a win for them because Comedy Central turned around and said, oh, yeah, that sucks. Hey, you want a half hour of airtime every night at Super <laughs> yeah, Bowl week? Uh, which which could not have been a bigger thing for Barstool Sports. Could not have been a bigger thing for Comedy Central, who ended up beating you know, Fox Sports 1, ESPN, like all the wow. sports outlets lost to the half hour Barstool Sports. Right. But Barstool Sports but, is handing out. A, why the towels? Uh, well, because uh, Patriots won the Super Bowl. Don't know if that came up in conversation. Don't know if it came up. They were down twenty-eight to three with two minutes and eight seconds left in the third quarter. Wait, 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 wait. What happened then? Well, I don't know if Gore got out, uh-huh. but they uh, they didn't lose. Wow! So good on them. They 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 win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady wins the MVP. Uh, they fly home to a hero's welcome. Getting off the plane. Defensive coordinator Matt Patricia is wearing one of those barstool Roger Goodell with the nose shirts. Apparently, didn't go over well with Roger Goodell. Like, for the next few months, it was rumored, well, Roger Goodell has such an axe to grind with, with Matt Patricia that nobody would hire him as a head coach because you don't want to lose favor with the commissioner. Uh, you know, if... Players getting suspended, and he might get a warning or suspension. Might get a two or four game. He's going to go as hard as he can against any team that hires Matt Patricia. But Barstool Sports, next to Comedy Central, giving them a half hour of airtime Super Bowl week. The fact that you have the Super Bowl winning champs defensive coordinator getting off the plane with the Barstool Sports, Roger Goodell knows, has been such a boondoggle for them that they decided to go out and have 70,000 towels made up because the whole thing is the last couple of years, Roger Goodell hasn't shown up at, at, at Foxborough, which is always shocking. He didn't show up after they won the Super Bowl, which a commissioner has never not gone to a Super Bowl banner raising. It's not ever happened. Uh, and then the last two years, instead of going to the AFC, he goes to the AFC 
playoff game, uh, championship game one year, NFC next year, and it goes back. Yeah, he went to the NFC the last two years. And not only did he go to the NFC the last two years, he had gone to week one of the playoffs because because the uh, the Falcons had a wild card game. He ended up going to wow. that, and then two weeks later goes back to the Falcons game because uh, he would uh, he he's been avoiding Foxborough. So our good friends over at Barstool Sports, why the towels? That's it to hand them out to the seventy thousand fans. You know how in Pittsburgh they have the terrible towels? Yes, they want seventy thousand people walking into Foxborough with Roger Goodell's logo because Roger Goodell said he's going to be there. Ah, he made a big deal saying yes, he will be because in 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 you know at the Super Bowl down in Houston, are these called like Roger rags or something? Oh, uh, see, I don't know. You better stop. We got to stop the podcast. We'll be right back. Joe has to go copyright something very quickly. Uh, he has to trademark that. But yeah, where 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 Pittsburgh has the terrible towels, they want to give uh, Roger Goodell his real old Roger the hell welcome. Hashtag Roger rags. Copyright Carnival personnel. No doubt. No, you know what? I don't even have to split that credit with you. That that is that is one hundred percent your genius. I'm just hey. I, it was Barstool's idea to come up with the towels. You know what? Seriously, just, just, <laughs> just. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I should just take the compliment. <laughs> but seriously, it's uh, and, and and look, it's like Barstool Sports is made up about you know with a bunch of you know, uh, Patriot pricks, Patriot hawks, you know, people like me, but who can spell <laughs> and write. Uh, hold that though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so what about you Joe? I mean I, so I gave him a 14 and 2 record. Um I said 13 and 3 but when you went game by game and look one of those Jets Miami Bills games they will not go 6 and 0 in the com- in, no, in the division. In the division yeah. They're always they one of the one they'll they might drop two. You know, I'm going to say 13 and 3. I'm going to say they're going to drop one of the Jets. What the fuck? Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. And 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 what do you see the playoffs shaping up? Uh, how about this? I'm going to say the Patriots don't make it to the Super Bowl. Them's fighting words. That's right. Well, for those of you who have enjoyed incredible personality. <laughs> this is our last <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I don't know. What, what the hell? Uh, let's let's make it interesting. I'm going to say that don't, they... Don't make it interesting. <laughs> I'm going to say that like, they go to the conference finals and then they blow it. I'm going to say that. Why not? To who? Gee, um, wouldn't it be terrible if they lost to the uh, to the Steelers? Would you rather them lose to the Steelers, who they've punked so much the last 10 years, or would Oakland get their revenge for the birth of Tom Brady in the uh, the Tuck game? Oh, interesting. Like, like honestly, I honestly, I don't, I don't see Oakland getting that. Getting that, far. that. That is their, that is, well, they would have, I really think their quarterback, you know, had a fucking scary great year, gets hurt week, I think it was week Fifteen, if not sixteen, and they almost won a playoff game with a guy who hadn't been on the field all year. So it's a quarterback-driven league, and they have one of the four or five best, maybe with Andrew Luck out at the beginning of the season, maybe one of the three, four best quarterbacks in, in, in you know the AFC. So that tuck rule for them is their Buckner. Yeah, if you want to put Oakland pit Oakland against the uh, Pats in the conference finals, go right ahead. But you are calling the Steelers. I'm going to say what the fuck just to be a just to be a prick. I'm that, going to say that, Steelers over the Pats in the uh, AFC. Conference. Now that's most likely, you know, if they're if they're 13 and three, most likely that's at Foxborough. Yeah. Well, you know. There you fair go. enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, 
Thank you for listening. Uh, apologies if uh, if you made it the whole way through thinking I was going to talk anything else. Uh, hey, if it's any uh, consolation, I wasn't listening either. But and and truly, you know, guys, uh, guys and gals, Orly talking to you Ladies. in France. Uh, it would be great if uh, if you guys, so anybody wants to, you know, tweet at Joe, tweet at the show, tweet at me, um, post it on Facebook. YouTube, however, however you uh, you find us, uh, it'd be great to have feedback. It'd be great to have feedback on on the path or other topics. But uh, and uh, and just so you know, uh, if you post on the Facebook page, only I will be reading it because right. Jacques doesn't know how to work the face in the book. <laughs> the computer scares me. <laughs> uh, but Joe Joe does make sure that uh, he forwards it to he just takes screen grabs, sends it to me. Um, I will jump on management's Facebook page if he says, oh, hey, come check this out. Uh, but, yeah, please. I mean, the more feedback we get, we are having a lot of fun doing this. It would be great for it to be a little more interactive. Um, and prove me wrong, Tom Brady. Prove me wrong. I dare you. I double-dog dare you. Just because you're the same age as me doesn't mean that's fucked up. Yeah, I know. That is fucked up. Crazy crazy although he is a little bit older he's three weeks older yeah Four exactly older. right yeah he's got a little edge old man all right old man uh, good luck with the good luck with your season there huh so we got that oh and as far as last minute trades go do not forget Touchdown.